cut all that weight. Okay, we're good to go. Is everybody comfortable? I'm comfy. Are you comfy? Zoe's comfy. Okay. Zoe, you good? Zoe's good. If Zoe makes any noise she during the, the filming of the podcast, we will have to remove her from the room. Uh, welcome back, everybody. This is the, se- well, episode two, a season two of there the Dueling Dilettante podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sterling. Over Hi. there that next to me is... I'm Chandler. I don't know what my title is or I would have said it. Dude, you are assistant to the host. <laughs> I'm assistant to the host. Dude, come on. It's a very important job. Very important. Very important job. Uh, first off, I want to address some feedback and concerns that we got from the first one. I understand that none of you could hear the podcast because it was too quiet. My bad. I'm going to take full responsibility for that. I totally... I'm just the assistant. You know, there's a lot of buttons over here, and I screwed it up. I was trying not to blow out anybody's ears, but I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. So, it's not like I'm a sound engineer. No, when they have volume, they have volume knobs too, so it's on them. Well, I listened to the podcast, and I had to listen to it on full Mm. blast, and that was, that's not what you want. That's not what you want. So, apologies for that. Also... I think you all owe us an apology. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Everybody left us hanging except yeah. for our number one super fan, Selena. Shout out to Selena. You did send in a product that you would like us to review. I haven't shared it with Chandler yet. I was actually going to bring it up here on the podcast today. Um, Ooh. I'm excited about it. It's one thing that I would love to do. If anybody was going to give us feedback, I knew it was going to be Selena. Dude, she loves the podcast. She's one of our 13 people that listened to it last week. Thank so. you, Selena. Thank you, Selena. So uh, we're going to get to all those things today. We're really excited to be back. Our setup is better. I, I'm more comfy. Far more comfortable. I'm kind of sitting like an old lady with a bunch of pillows behind my back. But you know <laughs> what? We could sit here for hours. This might be an eight-hour podcast. Could be, man. Just let it roll. Let it roll. Okay, that being said, let's do a quick week in review. So Chandler and I did something fun. Um, I don't typically get into the manual labor side of the of the workforce. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm white-collar work, but I'm definitely not blue. No. I'm like mm, a mauve. Yeah, a gray maybe. Mm, maybe. But anyway, this week we uh, I was graciously invited to help pour some concrete. <laughs> I don't know if graciously is the word. I think so. It was kind of like an all-hands-on-deck situation on on all concrete pours. Yeah, so why don't you explain a little bit more about the pour, how that was going on. So this is an addition that uh, AK Nightmare... Shout out. Yeah. AK Nightmare Construction. Sponsor of the podcast. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, he paid me to pay the concrete, like to help pour the concrete. So you are a professional concrete pour. That is true. Logic <laughs> holds. So uh, it was an addition that they've been working on for a long time, and it was for a sidewalk that were wrapped around the existing house, and kind of made a horseshoe around the garage and then down and around. The, it's a huge addition. It's a big, big addition. They basically built a house like on the back of a sixteen hundred square feet addition. I've lived in two homes smaller than that addition. Yeah, your first home could like three of them could have fit in that. Hundred percent. It's like so four hundred square feet. Um. So, anyways, it was kind of difficult because the it was a real weird angle for the concrete truck to be in. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we were actually having to physically pull concrete uphill as it came out of the chute. And uh, here's the thing they don't tell you about concrete: it's heavy. 
It's very heavy. Even when it's wet, it's heavy. And you kind of don't think about that because you're like, oh, it's a liquid. But it's like almost not a liquid. Yeah. And so it's like when you get on a concrete pour, everybody has their job, right? And it's like you do this thing. And if you don't do this thing, we all fail. And then everybody yells at you and is mad. And so it's like you've got one job. And it's just you've got to do it. And if you don't, then everything else just goes to crap real fast. Yeah, and it, it can be a little sucky at times because you don't always know what your job is. Well, and that's the thing. Your job changes in the middle of it. So it's like you may start off as just like a screed man, right? And that's mm-hmm. what I was. But then it's like, all right, you change to an edger real fast. And then it's just because there's different phases of the concrete. So once you get it down and, and screeded, then it goes into the finishing and the edging and so, so my basic And I'm job, by no means an expert. Oh, no, we're not experts by no. any means. My, for a large portion of the concrete pour was just, I, I was basically sent to just go play in the mud and be <laughs> out of the way, which I appreciated, but it was, it was a fun experience. And pouring concrete, while difficult, was you, were you sore? I, I wasn't sore, but I, that's, I'm, I'm outside working okay. every day. Little dig. No, okay. no, I'm just saying. Nah, like, a little dig. I'm blue. You're gray. Like That's, that was a anyways. dig. That was but a dig my, at the cookie dough guy. One of my favorite times is, like I said, we're not at concrete experts, but we were working with concrete experts. And at one time, Aaron, who is Sterling's dad, who mm-hmm. has poured a lot of concrete, he looks at Chad, another guy who's poured a lot of concrete, and the concrete on the truck driver. And he's like, let's give it a five hump. And Sterling and I both look at each other and we're like. Yeah, we were going to say that. Dude, there were so many lingo of like, my dad was like, I'm going to go make a turtle. And I was looking at him, I'm like, Dad, this is not the time. This is not the time. He thought a turtle was something else. Yeah, I was like, Dad, what is happening? We're busy right now. But apparently, that's like a lump of concrete. Yep. But I didn't know that. And there was a lot of words like that being thrown around. And I was just like, "Mm mm-hmm. And he's like, "Grab grab me the float. And I was like. Is that the round one? The I square don't know one? what that is, is. And he's like, it's made of wood. And I was like, okay, that helps. That helps me. <laughs> helps me identify what it is. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so we did that. Um, and other big news. This is on a personal front. I went to the doctor this week for the first time in 12 years. 12 years, huh? 12 years, yeah. I had an annual. You had to find somebody to... Well, I had to, I had to go, well, here's the deal. Nothing's wrong with me. This isn't an announcement that I'm like sick or anything. Like nothing's wrong with me. I just was like, last year I turned 30 and I thought to myself, you know, you're 30, you're old now. Like old people go to the doctor. Like, and here's the thing. I know bigger doctor visits are coming like in the next 10 years or whatever. And I don't want that to be like, I want to know these people. What big doctor's appointments are coming? You know, the finger. The, oh, the, the hernia? Prost- yeah, yeah, all that prost- stuff. Yeah. I don't want to get that. Sp- I don't want, I want to build a relationship. So in this one, did they do the hernia check? No. I, Dude, it was the best. It was the, I basically just hung out with this lady and I told her about all the things that were wrong with me for like 30 did you, minutes. Did you mention the pec? Dude, I mentioned it all, man. I did the ice pick headaches, the pec. I didn't mention the shoulder on the other side because I think that's getting better just with time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the pec, I gave her the whole story on that. Was what, cool. what was like the, the her like most interesting fact that she the thought? bump? <laughs> Did she try to get the? Dude, uh, I, kid, I kid you not. I'm just sitting there. She's like, "All right, let's let's just uh, check you out here a little bit." Uh, fully clothed. That was okay. my favorite part of it. Didn't have to put the gown on or nothing. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. And she goes, 
hey, what's that? And I'm like, what's what? And she's like, that thing in your arm, what is that? And I was like, uh, I was hoping you could tell me. I have, <laughs> I have no idea what this thing is. And she goes, I've never seen that. And I'm like, oh, well, it goes. Do you want to see something cool it can do? I did do the party <laughs> trick for sure. I was like, I can make it go away. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, check this out. And she's like, oh, it's a varicose vein. I've never seen that on someone's arm. And I was like, well, let me let me tell you the tale of the varicose vein. And I was like, well, I've, I think I've always had a vein there. But one day I was wrestling with my sister. I didn't go into details about it, mm-hmm. like mentioning who won or lost. That's not important. No. What is important is that it got pinched or something, and it kind of blew up and, and reached its full full form and got tender, like a bruise, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, you're a doctor. Tell you're you're supposed to have answers. Yeah, you're supposed to tell me what happened to my arm, Stacy. Okay, like, and she was just like, "Oh, that's funny," and I was like, "Yeah, it's super funny. Check out what I can do." And then I did the thing where I made it go away, and she's like, "That is cool." And I was like, "Okay, listen here, I've always I've given blood a couple times. I always pick the left arm. Everybody sees it. I say, hey, take blood out of this arm, and they never do it." And she goes, "Oh, do you know why?" And I go, no, obviously not. Stacey, Keep asking. I'm, wh- why do you think I know all these things? So do you call your doctor by their first name? I do now. I make it a point to call almost everybody by their first name. I See, I, I feel doctors, it's, it's doctor and last name. Insert last name. Well, technically, she was a nurse practitioner. But that's doctor enough for me. Like, she can do all yeah. the things. But You don't insult her by calling her nurse. No way. No way. Because my nurse's name is Bianca. And I called her Bianca. People, if you met, if you meet Sturlow, you're getting, you're going on a first name basis. But if you had a doctor, wouldn't you want to be called doctor? I don't care what you, if me personally. Yeah, you personally. I, I guarantee you, if you had a doctor, you would make me call you doctor. No, I would make you call me Sterling MD. Sterling MD. I would want the MD at the end. Yeah. I would still want my first name, but you better respect my authority. <laughs> you know what I'm Sorry, saying? I digress. Continue. I can't even remember where I was at. What you point were ta- was I at? You were talking about the uh, why they don't draw blood out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, well, you could get the blood out, but you couldn't stop it. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, because there's no, there's nothing on top of it to, like, help it. It's basically just vain. So you would bleed to death. You, I wouldn't bleed to death because I'm a man, but I would bleed for a long time. You're she's saying like, your body would produce blood faster than it leaked out of that. Oh, 100%. Hmm. All right. 100%. I mean, it's just one vein. It's not like it's an artery. There we go. But it's pretty cool. So that was pretty fun. I went to the doctor. How many things do you think were wrong with me? Uh, Did they mention cholesterol? They did take blood. I have not got the results back yet. I'll wait for those. You'll wait for that. You think that's going to be pretty high? Blood pressure? How was blood pressure? You know, it was a little high, but I get nervous at doctors. Yeah. I, and she told me, she like walked in, she's like, you're a little nervous. And I was like, Stacy, I'm not. And she's like, uh, you are. And I was like, oh, okay. I forgot to fill in one of the pages on the thing. But she's like, it's cool. None of these things, you don't have any of these things. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I basically threw all my family members under the bus for their medical reasons. Really? Yeah, I listed it all. Nothing was sacred. I wanted to know if something was wrong with me. So Grandpa Ed got thrown under for mm-hmm. his heart. I was stuff. like, that dude faints. <laughs> He's got some issues. Dude, you got to watch out. He'll just fall over. And then 
Grandpa Val. He's got like seven stints. Yeah. She's got to know that. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Grandma Lynn, she's got a pacemaker, but I, I think that she just talked the doctor into giving her one. <laughs> I didn't think that was legit. I, was, I legit said, I was like, she's old, and I think she just wanted something going on. <laughs> but I think it's legit, but I think... It was a pity pacemaker? No, I, I think she probably needs one, but I also think she doesn't need one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sterling MD, man, you know. I would know if I was a doctor. Stacy thinks I know. She kept asking me all those questions. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, happy 4th of July to happy everybody else out there. Happy birthday, America. Dude, I felt so American this particular 4th of July because it really doesn't take much. No. Anymore. You nope. basically have to just don't hate George Washington and you're like super American. I know. I've worked, I, I have two like super patriotic shirts. One is like, it's a, the Punisher skull says freedom is never free. Amen. Never forget. And I wore that one like the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day, I have an American flag and the stripes or the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, you had a costume change? Oh, of course. Of oh, course. Dude. I had to wear both. Dude. Next year, if you don't come out with like an Uncle Sam hat and a beard. <laughs> I'm going to look like Apollo Creed coming out, man. Dude, amen. It's the best. Well, happy birthday, America. We had a strange experience. Um, we went and did fireworks over at the Nymeyer compound. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. I was just laying on top of that unicorn, just letting it all hang out as my dad lit fireworks. And strangely, this year, I think because they canceled fireworks everywhere, the entire world was lighting off fireworks for like a week in advance. Yeah, and that's the story everywhere. Like you talked about, like you on other podcasts, obviously we mm-hmm. listen to, they're talking about it. They're like, it started at like two o'clock. When We're not talking like light. little sizzle bangers. We're talking like oh, in mortars, the sky. Bombs. Like I, some of these things, the one down the road from us, they went for hours. Yeah. Huge fireworks. And at one point I was like, oh, it's the finale. Like, you don't have finales in homegrown fireworks displays, but these people did. They did. Somebody made money off of those guys. Dude, it was insane. They it's must have driven. You be a, fire, a fireworks maker, man. Dude, actually not. I actually watched the thing about that. It, really? It sure. Is bad news. Yeah. So, like, because they're all about public gatherings, like, mm. firework people are in the public gathering business, and that's where they make all their money, and they're just not, there's none of it. Mm, like, yeah. the. I guess the people that did the firework display over Mount Rushmore, they typically have like 250 shows they're putting on. It's like three quarters of their business throughout the year. Um, the, this was their only show. Oh, man. Yeah, so they're really hurting. But the freaking Rona, man. Dude, the Rona is it the needs worst. to go away. I keep thinking it's going to go away, but it, I don't think it is. Ah, it's got to, man. I, I, think, can't, I can't live in a world like this. Dude, I think we need to. But there needs to be some innovations on the mask thing. Like, if I'm going to wear one, we got we to gotta make this better. You, have you tried wearing... You don't wear glasses, glasses. You have good mm. vision. Dude, you cannot wear glasses and a mask. It is impossible. I do feel you a little bit because I wear sunglasses. It's not the same, though. Like some, I still fog up. I still get the fog. It's not the same. When you need it to see... Oh, yeah, that's true. I take them off. Yeah. Like, if I take them off, I just see worse. So it's like it's, it's impossible. But anyway, so if you're if you're in the if you're in the mask making business, you need to think this through. I've heard the respirator thing helps with that, but then it defeats the purpose of the mask because it just lets all the Rona out the side. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something's got to change. We can't keep living like this. I'm thinking they need. I saw a video where a guy made a mask out of like a. 
It was like a baby wipe container. So he could pop it open and like stick a straw in there. There's a <laughs> lid, you know, the press lids. I think, I mean, obviously it's a prototype, but I think it's. Here's the deal. I'm going to give Quinn Hampton full credit on this idea. Okay. He's going to go out and get a pair of whitey tighties. And he's going to cut it out and make it in a mask so that he could have the little flap right here to open and take a drink and then close it. Dude, that's 100% a great idea. It is. Quinn, make it happen, man. We'll, we'll, we'll give you some free pub. You know what? Honestly, next week, let's, let's start a new segment. I just thought of this right now. Okay. Let's, let's send in your ideas for anything. We'll call it the million-dollar idea segment. Hey, I, I, was, I had one this week, and you would let me share it with you. What was it? So... The setting was... Hold on, let me do a jingle for this. Million dollar idea. There you go, man. Just clip that and then... It's already we'll done. It. So, the setting was... Million. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so, the setting was we had these kids and they had, we had cornbread for the part of the meal. Oh, I love cornbread. It is awesome. But with kids, I don't know what it is with cornbread. They just want to take it and just... And just make confetti out of it. And it it's does not hold together. And so I'm sitting there vacuuming, and I think, you know what? What if we made an inline vacuum system, which they have. They have inline vac systems. Mm-hmm. But where the grout lines in the tile is actually part of the vacuum. So for the entire house or yeah. just in a certain I mean, segment? you could do wherever you want. If you want well, because the they have house. the ones that are just in certain areas. Yeah, but I'm talking to in the, the grout lines. Yeah. So essentially, all you gotta do is just flip that sucker on, and then just go sweep real fast. And you don't see any potential issues with that. No, if it's off. What if like what if like someone gets sucked into it? No, I'm talking. It's like little micro holes. Micro holes. Like, you know. So not big enough for the cornbread to go into. I'm big enough for the cornbread to go into, but not big enough that you're gonna lose a foot in it. I just feel like there's gonna be a lot of mashing. And that's not what I want. I'm t- I, you put a big enough vacuum on the back side of that thing, it's going to And I think ever. that causes a whole another scenario where your two-year-old is sucked flat hey, to the you ground. just give them a warning. Hey, kids, you, you've brought this on Here's yourselves. Floor is lava. Yeah, floor, turning, <laughs> floor is legit lava. We're turning this thing on. We're going to suck you down. Yeah, tell me. I, like a I think it's a great idea. I've, I've, I've already studied the patent process. I, well, that's good. I don't want to knock it. I just want to see the prototype not kill anybody, and then I'll be down. Okay. We'll see, man. I'll be down. Okay, so I look forward to that. Please send in all of your million-dollar ideas. You can send in just the idea. You can send us in an audio recording. I can probably figure out a way to play that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of figuring out how to do or all these things. you have a prototype, we'll have you on the show. Dude, we would totally – you could call in. I, I can do that. Yeah. So either way, send us your ideas. If not, you're going to have to listen to our great million-dollar ideas again. Which we have a lot of. We've had a lot over the th- – the years i've had so many million dollar ideas i'm so surprised i'm not a millionaire <laughs> you had one that was stolen from you which one are you talking remember about? The, the chapstick clip someone did that yeah someone did that bro you can mm, buy those shut up someone did that that's serious where man. did you see it online you can buy the chapstick clip oh dude i was gonna talk about that one okay if you don't know what i'm talking about in arizona the worst part about having lips is they always <laughs> is that they always dry out and it's the summer, right? There's zero moisture in the air. You're just constantly licking your lips. I am a terrible habit of licking my lips because my lips are always dry. My wife hates it. I never have a big issue with my lips being dry. Just I'm not a lick lipper, I guess. 
I'm a lick lipper anyway. Lick so, lipper, lip licker. So people like me want to have chapstick around, but in your car, do you leave anything in your car in the sun for longer than a minute, it's melted. Like yeah. anything. You legit need like oven mittens to drive in Arizona, which you all know because you're all our family are listening to this podcast. Yeah, 100%. So my idea was a little clip like that you put on top of your vent, right, that held your chapstick tube right in front of your AC and then another little container filled with a liquid of similar viscosity. Was this a part of the thing too? No, it was just the clip. Okay. So I'm claiming this. Yep. This This is the, this is the revolutionary part. This is the million dollar part with a similar viscosity that is attached to a small fan, right? So it gets blown by the AC, the air coming out and it's like spinning because it's liquid in there. So there's low, low drag. Yeah. When that fan stops moving, you now know that the liquid is solid, which also means your chapstick is solid. It is now good to use. <laughs> if you don't think that's a good idea, you're stupid. What? Here's a, here, I mean, something crazy. What if you just take the chapstick with you in your pocket? I mean, that is an option, but do you know how many chapsticks I have washed? In the washing machine because they stay in my pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah. All of, them. all of them. All. <laughs> that's the answer to that. All of them. So that's why I made that decision to, you know, to go and do something different, and try to, and revolutionize the game. So the clip is there. The fan is not there yet. Fan is not there. Okay, yeah. that's the middle I, I, part. The clip is like a two dollar idea. Yeah. That's a dumb idea. But there you go. So send us in those. That was a great example of one. Yeah. I mean, I think the grout vacuum was pretty Grout cool. vacuum's okay. Go Tell us, which idea do you think is better? Go ahead. Grout vacuum, in-house vac system, or the self-alerting... I think the fan's overkill. No, the fan's the best part. That's the funny part. The, the fan that stopped... Eh, whatever. And I want the fan to say, like, good to go. Like... When it stops moving, it's it's like tells you a word, but you can't read it when it's moving. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Or you can have one of those fans. You remember that had the red lights in it that would give you yes. a message. Yes, that's the deluxe. Yep. That's twenty dollars more. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So anyway, back to the Fourth of July. The whole reason we were talking about that is we got to go into our next segment. This segment is called Things That Suck. Okay. So at our Fourth of July, we had this lady come over and yell at us. For lighting off fireworks yeah. in our backyard. Now, for our being fireworks, American. Yeah, for being American. But our fireworks were tiny. Yeah, they were like the fountain fireworks. They weren't like the, you know, shoot up in the sky. And literally the loudest one was just like the little cracks. Like the yeah. yeah, it wasn't anything like cherry bombs. Yeah, or... so this lady, I don't know where she came from. But wherever she came from, she got horses. Yeah. And she was like, hey, you came into our backyard. Like walked down the side of my parents' house. Oh, yeah. And was like, hey, how long is this? Trespassing, by the way. Yeah, illegal. Mm -hmm. And she's like, how long is this going to last? And we were like, what? I mean, it's 8. It's like 8 o'clock. It just got dark enough. We literally just started. Now, we had just started. The rest of the neighborhood has been going for hours. Yeah. Huge fireworks. So she must have thought it was us. Had to have. But here's the thing about fireworks. You know where they come from. Yeah, you can see them. Yeah. So, I don't know. She just picked... I think she profiled us. 
Either that or she just had a really busy night going around to everybody yeah. and yelling at them for being American and celebrating America. But apparently not because the fireworks did not stop. No. Or, you know, we didn't stop. And we didn't stop either. But we didn't do anything wrong. Like, we bought our fireworks from Safeway. Yeah. They, were, they weren't, like, super expensive no, fireworks. No. They were lame. But this lady obviously was a, just a complete lack of self-awareness. Like, I she think, didn't realize how she came off. I think we have a... I think there is a term now that has been co- penned or coined that represents this type of person. Mm-hmm. And I believe it is Karen. Yes. She was a total Karen. She was a Karen. Which I love that we have a name for that now because I don't like those type of people. Uh, I feel bad for people that just happen to be named Karen. They do get a bad rap. That sucks. Yeah. But you know what? It happens to us all. When I was in elementary school, the they did a bathroom remodel. Mm-hmm. And they just happened to put Sterling toilets in oh, all the bathrooms man, of my elementary school. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was offended. You're... Whatever, man. My last name is John. Get on my level, bro. Yeah. My last name is a legit name for a toilet, so. Yeah. So, Karen. I'm sorry that you had a, you know. Dude, it was pretty bad. Sterling, haha, <laughs> I peed on you. That's a gross, dude. Don't miss. Dude, you have made fun of my last name, John, before. I have Many not. multiple. Come dude, on. I respect on. you and who you are. Yeah, yeah. You also make fun of me. Well, someone's got to. Yeah. Okay, so. I just know it's easier to spell. Karen's. It's easier to spell than Neymar. It's way easier to spell than Neymar. Um, Karen's out there. We have to do something. We have to think of something to, as a world, put these people in their place. Because they suck. I know, but I feel like we need a uniformed approach. And that's the, that's the point of this segment called Things That Suck. We want to address things that suck and then collectively put forward a solution that the world can take forward and move on. You know, with all the technology able to happen, and this would not happen, but it would be amazing. With all the like the deep brain stimulation stuff mm-hmm. that's going on, how awesome would it be to have a universal mute button? That would always oh, that someone like that that lady came up, I remember it started down. Boom, muter. Shut her down. I Shut think her they, down. they have a low tech version of the muter. It's called a taser. <laughs> mute button. Hey. So maybe that's what we decide. Like, hey. you start acting like a Karen, we just get to tase you. Yeah. I mean, I think there be, might be some lawsuits come out you of that. You just go taser, 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 and then that's like code word for... I'm going to tase you. I'm you know, tase but you. we, you know, in that circumstance, I think it would have been justified. She was trespassing on our property. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You just got to understand that it's like, you're going to come to our house, and literally while you're talking to us, Ten other fireworks are going off in the sky that are, you, I mean, you're looking at our fireworks. It's a thousand times bigger. She couldn't even see our fireworks over the top of the house. No, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was. I'm, let's let's try to put ourselves in her situation. She came over thinking these are the people that are launching the big fireworks. She comes all the way down our driveway. She gets out of her car. She walks all the way to the around the side of our house. All while large fireworks are going off. And then you see a family with small fireworks, and you think, I'm going to have to talk to these people because obviously they're my problem? Absolutely not. I think at she some point, in- she had to give yeah. up. No, she was too invested at that point. Like, she rounded that corner and, like, saw what was going on. But, like, what do you expect her to do? Just, like, round it and, like, not say anything? She's got to say something. She's, she's come too far. Yeah. She, she's far past the point. She's got to let return. it go, man. 
She had to, she needed to let it go. My favorite part of it was AK didn't even break stride. I think he lit one right as he's staring at her, just he's like looking at the lighter and just like, okay. <laughs> right in the face. Yeah. But obviously it would have been way better if it was a huge one. Oh yeah. But it was just a small one because we're respectable human beings. Mm-hmm. Or if we all had Roman candles and we just like lowered a matter and just and shot her. Yeah. I saw a YouTube video of some people going after some guy in a car with a Roman candles assault oh. style. Yeah. Weaponized. Hey. Still better than guns. Yeah. Still better than guns. Maybe you was a Karen. Maybe. You know, Karens do not have to be female. Let's just point that out. We are equal opportunity. I have met some male Karens in my life mm. that suck. What do we call those guys? Karens. I'm, Karens. I'm not going to dignify them by they giving them a the, male equivalent name. Female names. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, that was this week's Things That Suck. Hey. People who are Karens. Karens suck. Um, send in other ideas for things that suck. I have a ton of these ones. Mm-hmm. Ton of these. So oh yeah. We'll be pushing the things that suck for a long time. This is also a great time to introduce a new segment. The great thing about a new show is all the segments are new. Brand new coming Brand at new. you. No hot, one's ever seen it before. Hot take. So this segment is called Well, if they can do it. Hey. We I can like do it. it. So this has an opportunity for us to have a lot of fun. I'm gonna show you a video. Okay. Let me see it. There's a video about our, our friend. This podcast is affecting our relationships, by the way. You know that, right? Because you would have sent this to me earlier in the week said, hey, check this out. But now, we don't converse very much throughout the week. Dude, I can't waste it. Dude, I've tried to have conversation with you, and you've shut me down. All week long. I've stonewalled. Yeah. It's affecting our relationship. I've treated you like a Karen all week. You have. Okay. This is a golfer. His name is Ho Sung Choi from South Korea. Have you seen this, dude? I have not seen this. Check this out. Now notice the technique here. Yes. Whoa. Yes. What I'll describe at home what this looks like. There's a man teeing up. He's on the golf channel. Full swing. Full swing at a golf club at the tee and pivots and spins on his front foot. It's you know it's incredible. What we call that? You know what we call that? Speed power, my man. This man. This is my man right here. I mean, just swinging out of oh, his look shoes. At him. Dude, he comes off the ground almost, hey. like almost a full pivot. And then my favorite part about it, and you're going to see some more swings here, none of his swings are the same. It's not like he's replicated it. It's just he's he's kind of like committed to like, hey, I'm going to look goofy when I swing. Hey, he's a grip it and rip it kind of guy. But here's My the, man. But here's the deal. Our boy, Ho Sung Choi, has won tournaments. And was in was just just missed. Look at it. Look at the energy here. Look oh, at the energy here. Oh, yes. Heartbroken. He's on a knee at a nationalized televised tournament because he missed the putt. He is all of us. Yep. This he, is my guy. I, he's my new favorite golfer, man. Hundred percent. So he is. Look, he almost stepped on that dude's oh, line. Bad, bad. But he doesn't. Bad form. He barely knows what's going on. He's. I think they just got him a club before this. Dude. This is my guy. Speed and power, man. That's what Speed it's about. So, he's the best. Okay, here's another tee shot for you. Yes. So you can see this. Freaking just rip it, buddy. Now, this this looks like a par three. Not the driver here. He's got a hybrid out. Yes. Yes. The, he dropped the club there. Too much power, man. He dropped the I club. I mean, not too much, but 
There was too much power to kill. And he hit somebody in the stands. Hey. There dude. will be some casualties, speed and power. Dude, this is your guy. He is my guy. Now he's hitting from the rough. Ah. Dude, the wedgiest wedge in the history of wedges. Beauty. Beauty. See, there, though? No, hit it far over the green. <laughs> hey. You know what? It's not always going to work, speed and power, but vast majority of the time, speed and power. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about our man here. He's good at golf. <laughs> like, he's won tournaments. Like, here's the deal. If you win a tournament at any level, you're pretty good. Yeah. And our guy has the strangest swing in the history of the world. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe we haven't embraced the Ho-Sung Choi swing. Oh, so me trying to, like, conform to other people's swings yeah, is man. affecting my golf game. You don't need to swing like an old old dude Mm-mm. with your feet firmly planted on the ground. No. You need to spin like a marionette. Yep, that's what I'm talking about, man. let her fly. Dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you. This probably changed my golf game right here. Dude. Well, here's the deal. Let's find a time this week, you and I go to the driving range and see who can hit the farther Ho-Sung Choi. Hey, you got no shot, bro. I'm just, I, I, I'll tell you right now. I, I will hit it further. I don't know which direction it's going in. That ball's going to travel further. It, it's going to go far. I think if you only swung like Ho-Sung Choi for like 30 minutes, your back is broken. Yeah, you're going to have, like, some disc issues. You're going to destroy every single thing in your back because it's insane. Yeah. It is insane. So let's find a time. We'll go down to Silver Bell Golf Course. We'll just go to the driving range there. We'll spend $7 on a bucket of balls, and we'll just ho-sun choy it. Hey, I'm I'm on it, man. Do you have a back fence I can hit? They they don't. Hey, it's going to go. Okay. We'll we'll film them. Who wins? Okay. All right. Who, what mean, do you get if you win? What do you want? Uh, you know, give me a case of uh, seltzer water. Seltzer water? Yeah. What do you? What flavor? Lime, of course. That's of course. I was gonna get you pomegranate. And it can't be the thing. cheap stuff, bubbly. What? Yep. If we're, if we're doing it, man, we're gonna do it right. All right, cool. Well, when I win, because the underrated part of this swing is the finesse part. You still gotta hit it. It's true. You still got to hit it. The funniest thing about Chandler is he hits everything as hard as possible. His mid to short game is hilarious. It's terrible. But I feel like you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to be able to swing out of my boots. But you still got to hit it. Hey, man. I'm telling you. So is it a one hit furthest or is it like best three shot average? I think it would be best three shot. So we okay. can just like. You know, get the true, true length of our club. Sounds good. Roll or just carry distance? A roll because that's how it's in a game. Like, okay. Roll. Okay. All right. Let's do it. We'll go early. Okay. So there's no other balls out there. That's right. And we can just identify them all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. We'll post that to our Facebook page sometime before next week's podcast. Look yep. out for that. Um, yeah. So there you go. Okay, here's another new segment. Brand new. Brand new segment. We're going to try to do this one every week. This is called, uh, uh, you know, I haven't decided on a name for this. I've got two. It's either Mr. Know-It-All, because I used to get called that all the time, because I had, oh, or Things You Should Know. This is right up your alley. Yeah, I love this one. Okay, The Thing You Should Know, and this is in honor of Disney World, 
opening this week. Disney World's opening this week. Did you hear about I that? I did not know that. Technically, it opened today for like um, like employees. They had a soft opening today. But this week, it is back opening at limited capacity. But things you should know is that the Dorito that we all know and love, that was invented where? At Disneyland. Are you serious? Yeah, that's 100% true. No, I, I don't think it's true. It is 100%. I'm going to call BS because... Disney does not miss out on very many branding opportunities. Well, here's the deal. You've got to remember that back in the day, Disneyland didn't have all the money in the world like it does today. So it had to loan out, not loan, but it looked for sponsors to come into the park. You saw that at Disney World for a long time and they finally got rid of it. But Disneyland early on had like restaurants and shops and things that were sponsored by different companies. One of the companies was Frito-Lays. So Frito-Lays did the Mexican food restaurant there in Frontierland, and they would make tortillas and do all this stuff, and they were having an issue where the tortillas would get too old to be tortillas, but not really old enough to throw away. Like, they're not bad. They're just just not grade-A tortillas anymore Mm -hmm. so one of the frito-lays guys comes in he goes hey i got a great idea why don't you take these and before they get like stale stale you cut them up and then flash fry them real fast and then put some seasoning on them and sell them as chips boom doritos the the dorito was born it was called the dorito in the rest at the park and it took off and then a couple years later doritos as a whole went public like they started selling them outside but they were invented and first brought to market in disneyland i'll be dipped man there you go i did not know that yeah so now you know that so whenever people next time you're opening up a tasty tasty nacho cheese dorito you can just say like hey man these are made in disneyland i'll be there you go mr nodal yeah mr nodal things you should know um yeah now we've reached a segment where we do current events. Oh, man. See, now, my current event is an issue I've been having for a while. Okay. And it is the lack of good new music coming out. And I only think there's one genre that is producing good new music anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is country music. There's a lot of new country music. I would say that. Yes. Now... I have a working theory, and I want to run it by you. Okay, I'm ready. For the reason, the lack of new good music. Not just new music, but good new music. I think now more than ever before, with Amazon Music, with you know Spotify and Pandora, the access to older good music has never been greater. Mm-hmm. So the need for new good music the demand is way low because people are now, you know, people that haven't experienced the old good music mm-hmm. are now going back and listening to that and really don't have a, d- a demand for new good music because the old good music is more easily accessible. That is my theory. I mean, there's definitely something to that. I was talking to Ariel about this the other day about how back in the day you didn't have all the music. No. Like, you had, like, oh, man, like, my friend made me a mixtape, and this is the music. And you had that eight to ten songs on the CD that you had. 
unless your unless your friend ponied up and did one of the MP3 CDs that could have like sixty on there, but you had to treat it like it was made of like fine glass oh. because of one little scratch it screwed up like eighteen songs. Yeah. What was the weirdest hack you ever tried to get rid of scratches on a CD? I bought the. There was always those kits mm-hmm. that you could buy and try to like rub on. You had to rub it a certain way to try to fill in all the scratches. And it, I wouldn't say it worked, but it made it different. Yeah. Peanut butter. Did it work? Uh, no, not oh. really. You tried it? Oh yeah, man. I smeared the creamy peanut butter. Uh huh. Put it on, wiped it off, tried it. Didn't work. So who told you about that? I heard it from somebody. Just in the universe. Because, I mean, you couldn't, Google stuff. No. That wasn't like a thing. Like, you had to just hear, oh, did you try, did you try peanut butter? Did you try peanut butter? No, I didn't try peanut butter. You gotta try peanut butter, man. That works. That's how we got our information. That is some guy. Yeah. Just telling you what's up. Yeah. That is true. But yeah, that's my issue. I think the, and again, I'm the biggest country fan ever. Yep. And uh, I think just all the, the new country music is um, great there's some great artists out there mm-hmm. but i think in the other genres especially rock and roll when was the last time you heard a banger rock and roll song come out well rock rock and roll is a little bit dead because it it got hip-hopized you know what i mean Tell you. we took a turn we took a turn with like lincoln park right are you blaming the death of rock and roll on lincoln park i'm not blaming it I'm just... Are you laying that at their feet? I'm not... Well, hear me out on this. We took a turn where... Because if anybody killed rock and roll, it's Nickelback. I think everyone can get behind that. Dude, Nickelback is at least like a rock band. Like, that's what they... Like, when you listen to their music, you're like, this is rock. Like, this is rock and roll. At least a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't go into other subgenres. It doesn't cater to, like... Other things. Country music is doing the same thing, by the way, because country music isn't like banjo twinging, which we all appreciate. Yeah. Right? It's modernized. Mm-hmm. But it just so happened that country music has modernized in a way that people find it more appealing in, in general. It's moved to a wider audience that likes it. Whereas like rock and roll has moved to like more niche. Like the people that are into new rock and roll right now. Are, they're kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like like, a, what kind of rock and roll? New? What's new rock and see, roll? See, that's what I mean. You're not in it, so you don't know. I would love to be in new rock. See, I love old rock and roll. Well, but you're, but you're not. Like your your tastes are like here, right in the spectrum. The rock and roll they've moved from kind of like overlapping that and a little bit to the more experimental stuff. They're just all. It's just all over there now. I can see that because like even in country like country music, you have country music what it is now but then you have kind of this branch off of like americana what they're mm-hmm. calling americana music which i'm really into as well because that's like it's kind of like a back to the old time like acoustic mm-hmm. just guitar and a guy writing songs like Coulter walls Zach Bryan, you know the which are i i don't know man i don't know yeah but there definitely is something too it's changing the way we listen to music with what we have access to because you literally have access to everything except garth brooks uh i have access to well you do everything 
how you do, but like the rest of us, he doesn't. Because Garth Brooks is the man. Yeah. Two concerts. I wish it had been more. I was going to go to a drive-in, but my wife didn't want to go. How did that go, by the way? Like, any uh, issues? No. He killed it. He's currently in quarantine right now. Oh, uh, because he caught the Rona? Uh, someone on his camp, you know, may have had been exposed, so they're self-quarantined. Because he's, you know, socially responsible. Man, person. what would we do if we lost Garth? Uh, mourning. National mourning. What would you do if you lost Garth? Mourn. Worse than Kobe? I would, I would, I would mandate myself to listen to nothing but Garth Brooks songs for at least a month straight. Mm. Anytime I turn on the radio, anytime I put headphones in, Garth Brooks for a month straight. Gosh, that would be. It'd be awesome, man. You'd hear a lot of thunder rolls. Uh, no, man. There are some deep cuts that not a lot of people heard. Phenomenal. Alabama Clay. I don't know that one. Look at it. Deep mm. cut. Lonesome Dove. Deep cut. Look at it. Mm. Isn't Lonesome Dove? That's a movie too, right? It is. It's a book. It's a movie. But What's, who did the movie? It was Tommy Lee Jones, uh-huh. Robert Duvall. Big names, man. I never heard those. I haven't heard of the movie, and I haven't heard of the song. Yeah, both good. Check I mean, out. I heard of the movie, but I. Haven't I mean, you seen gotta it. Get, You gotta have six hours. It's a six-hour movie. Six hours. Sit down. Invest the time. What's it about? Give me a quick summary of the Lonesome Death. It it is Gus. Which is played by... Um, you don't have to tell me that. Just give uh, me the back of the book synopsis. Okay. Gosh, you want me to sum up a six-hour movie right now? Just like, uh, 5,000... Two guys eight. that used to be Texas Rangers turned cattle, you know, horse cattle rustlers. Uh-huh. Steal them from Mexico, bring them back yeah. through U.S. South. I mean, if you want... Like, that's that's such a... You can't... You can't expect me to do that. That's not so. That's two not dudes fair. that used to be U.S. Marshals. Ah, dude, What's the setting? Fair. It's not fair. It's you can't. can't we can't, we're not doing this. Are we talking like eighteen hundreds? Nineteen hundreds? We're not doing this, man. You can't. This is like something that I love, and you're expecting me to dude, sum it up. All I like, want to know is what the movie's about. I can't. There, it's a six-hour movie, bro. You want me to sum it up in a fifty thousand? You can't do it. There's so many different plot lines. There's so many different individual stories. They've taken and. They have so many characters in there, and you follow that character's line. How Very does complex. anyone have time to watch a movie like this? It's amazing. You can watch in a couple sittings. A couple sittings? What is this, 1948? Is there going to be intermissions? I'm telling you, man. Hey, we just had a family member, Sam. Shout out to you, Sam. Sat down and watched all the Marvel movies. Same thing. Yeah, I could summarize... Any Marvel movie for you. Because it's not very complex. This is art that they did here, man. Cinema? Yeah. Art. And it is very complex. Dude, you not telling me this summary It makes, you it, le- it makes me it. not want to watch it ever. Uh, well, then you're going to miss out, man. Dude, I don't understand why you just can't tell me the general idea of that the movie. That is the main reason I want to name a kid Augustus. Why is it? Which I'm not going to have another kid, but I would name him Augustus if I could. I tried to name Rigdon Augustus, my little boy. Augustus. I wanted to name Augustus so bad. And you don't see uh, how that's problematic? No. Well, here, let me tell you a movie that everyone's seen that had, also has an Augustus in it. Had a Gus. No, his name is Augustus. Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate oh, Factory. Yeah. yeah that's, that. It's not good. You can't say like, oh, I named this kid 
I need my kid after this movie that's six hours long that's no one's ever seen. But he's also happens to be named. That's like naming your kid after a toilet. Is what it is. Sterling. Yeah. Dang it. I don't know, man. Hey, if you got the time, invest it. Dude, we've got three more minutes. Get, I'll give you three minutes to give me a brief summary of Lonesome Dove. Okay. I'm not going to give you a summary of the entire movie. I will give you a synopsis of one man in the movie. Quick. And that is Augustus. Okay. Okay. Former ranger. Uh-huh. Just a regular old baddie, right? Uh-huh. But now he's bored in doing what he does every day. Like he's, he feels bad that he's domesticated, right? He wants to be wild. You know, he, he lived an adventurous life. You know, before all of this settling down and getting old. Yeah. You know, which is a, a role Robert Duvall plays quite often. You know, secondhand okay. lines, another one. But anyways, he settles down and he just has this adventure streak. So there are some working ladies in there. Oh, we're talking about prostitutes? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That there's there's one main character in there that is caught between multiple guys and relationships, essentially. But better than Big Nose Kate. Okay. Anyways, so, and he has to deal with this domestication. Ends up dying by getting shot in the leg by an arrow. What? Chasing after a herd of buffalo and gets shot by an Indian in the leg. That's not good. Only after holding him off for hours with nothing but a rifle and sitting on, like, sitting on his, like, using his saddle as cover. He's a bad A, bro. So they couldn't see the saddle? They saw the saddle, but he was taking cover behind it, and they were so far away. And he um, was such a good shot that he was picking them off so they didn't want to get any closer. Oh, I see. That Dude, you got to watch it. Augustus, mm. man. Mm. Just look at the highlights. Just get get a. Well, I tried to listen to the highlights, dude. I can't. You, that's a one storyline out of multiple guys. All right. All right. Well, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Where dude. do I find it? Online somewhere? I don't know. I have the <laughs> I have the DVD. Is it, does it come in like three different DVDs? <laughs> Whatever, man. It's six hours long. It did come in two cassettes. You remember those those two the two VHS things? Dude, yes, I do know. Yep, that. yep, that was it. Well, that was. It sounds like a commitment that I don't think I'm ready for. Yeah, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, yeah. Lonesome Dove. Where's the dove come from? That that's the town name, Lonesome Dove. The town is named Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove. How many similarities are there between the movie and the show? I mean, the movie and the song. Zero. I mean, the Lonesome Dove town. Same. So the song's about that town? Yeah. The town is named Lonesome Dove. Where is it? Texas? Texas. Of course. I can give you synopsis of the, of the song. No. How long is the song? Six hours? <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm not going to let you slander Garth Brooks or Lonesome Dove. Hey. I don't. You don't need to stop me from slandering Garth Brooks. A lot of people are out there slandering Garth Brooks. You, you name one of them. They're uh, on my list. Dude, just go ahead and Google. Give a quick Google to Tom Segura, uh, Garth Brooks. Tom Segura. Are you serious? I'm not going to say anything about it. It's his jokes. Nobody. Weird. He, he makes, all I'm going to say, he makes a strong argument that 
Garth might be a little strange. He's an artist, man. What do you want from him? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, anything else you want to bring up, current right. events-wise? Nah, man, that's it. I got an issue with with uh, the death of rock and roll that you're, I guess, laying at the feet of Limp Biscuit. Oh, not definitely Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Biscuit definitely was. But I think, what came first, Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park? I don't know, man. I think they were all right around there. The death yeah, of rock. Yeah, that was a bad turn. Hey, yeah. if you have a, a group that you feel was responsible for the death of rock, go ahead and write it. Write who it killed? Yeah. Who killed? Who rock killed rock and roll? And roll where did it go? And who's going to bring it back? Dude, I, I've thought it was going to come back a couple times. I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to have like a good band, and it just never happened. What was it? Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, you're like, oh, it's coming back. Like, I could get into this. And they had like three songs, and then yeah. I never heard of them again. Oh, man. And then what's the... Uh, freaking dragons. Imagine dragons. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Like, that's what everyone would be like, oh, that's a rock band. But they're not really. No. They're like I, some... I don't know if it's going to come back, man. It's not I don't think the man's there. It's definitely not. But it doesn't need to be. What you're saying, it doesn't need to be because no. people can get their music... And if, if the the access to it is unfathomable, yeah, bottomless. That's true. Have you tried to listen to hip hop lately? No. It's tough. I don't. I, I've got no need for that. I feel life. old saying that, but it's like I can't get into it. No, I have no need for that. I country and rock and roll, man. That's all I need. Dude, in nineties hip hop. Hey. Like little Tupac and Biggie. It was the golden age of not the golden age of music, but there was some great songs came out of like the. The '90s, early thousands, dude. I would. Say I so. think that was the the peak of the rap game. Dude, we're really speaking out of turn. I literally know nothing about this. Big Eminem, Eminem fan too. Oh, who isn't? I mean, we're white. <laughs> hey, I'm there with you, man. He's, he's chalking one up for us. Yeah, I. Uh, big Eminem fan. Well, I think you're in good company there. Yeah. Good company there. Well, that's pretty. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna keep this thing nice and tight. Yeah. So. Quick call to action from everyone listening. If you've listened to this for what is now, what, 55 minutes almost? Yeah, thereabouts. Do us a favor. You're committed. We're committed. We're doing this. Go to anywhere you listen to this podcast, whether you did it through the Anchor link that we send out or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go. We put it on basically everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you've heard it, Give it a like, share it, subscribe, okay? Even if even if you can't listen to it all the time, just, just put it on in the background, okay? Like, I have HGTV on in my house all the time. I don't give a crap what those people are saying. Yeah, I'm I came at, over earlier and it was going. That's what I thought was weird. I'm at least as good as HGTV on in the background. <laughs> I'm at least as good at that. So go the ahead best, and do the best review that we got from an actual listener. I feel was like your mom. She, she sent us a text. Did you remember the text? Uh-uh. She's like, I love the show or maybe I just love you guys. <laughs> I was like, that's a backhanded compliment, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I'll take anything. So go ahead and do that. That really helps out the show. Kind of gives us a little bit more street cred with all of the places that we post it. Also, uh-huh. help build the show. Go to our Facebook page. It's pretty active. We're going to post some things there. Um, we want to get a YouTube channel going eventually, but here's the deal. I don't want to be just another YouTube 
page out there in the universe, we have a lot of family and connections and things on the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We want to grow that, have that be a part of um, the community, and we need your help doing that. So go ahead, go to the Facebook page. If you haven't liked um, our Facebook page, please do that and listen to the podcast. Listen to the pod. Listen to the podcast. Um, we're going to have some videos coming out for you this week. If you have any um, ideas for any of the segments we've talked about, let us know. Comment. Yeah, go ahead and vote on who you think is going to hit the longest ball. Oh, well. Yeah, let's get it's, that going. It's, to clarify that, it's distance straight. No. We well, s- you can't measure to the right. We're talking about our boy. He swung and hit somebody in the crowd. That's it was still straight. straight. Ah, straight-ish. A straight-ish is still straight. I can't. We, you're at a driving range, dude. What are we supposed to do? Measure, go pace it off. If you hit it, shank it off to the right. And if you lose sight off. of it, you lose sight of it. It goes too far. The winner, winner, chicken dinner. No. Just saying, dude. You're just gonna aim for the bushes over there. Here's the thing. You'll I don't think he can aim. I don't think our boy Ho Sung Chung can. Neither can I. That's why he's my man. All right. Well, we'll find out. So anyway, get active on the Facebook page, guys. It'll really help us out. Give us some ideas and thoughts on uh, what you guys want us to go do. Maybe another outing. Uh, if you know of anything coming up, we'd love to get involved doing something like that. It is Corona times. Yeah. So nothing is happening. But no. if you can think of something that we it's can It's really kind of hard to like record audio with like a mouse. Oh, yeah. So. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, with that being said, this is another Dueling Dilettante podcast. This is Sterling. And Chandler. See ya.